Welcome and great to have you join us as we go off script with Sam Monk, Senior Leader of Equippers Church. Enjoy today's podcast. Hi, welcome to Off Script with Sam Monk. We talk about what's worked, what hasn't, and leadership lessons. And today, Sam, I want to talk about ceilings. Now, this is not to appeal to a new tradie audience. <laughs> uh, I'm not talking about jib board and things of that nature. Um, but really, ceilings, I guess, in ministry and work and life, uh, give us a kind of a understanding of how ceilings can, I guess, impact us. Yeah, well, I think uh, we've all hit a wall or hit a ceiling. It's just where you're working hard. You're putting in the effort, but you feel like you're not getting any traction. It's like the wheels are spinning, uh, but you're not moving forward. And I think in life, you know, there's times and seasons where we do hit ceiling, we hit walls, and we're going, what's going on? And and it brings a level of frustration and uh, even anxiety around that. It's just like, oh, man, what am I doing wrong? I seemed to, It seemed like in the last season I was doing the same thing, and I was getting results. Now I'm doing it. And it's like, ah, it's it's not working any longer. And I suppose that can play on us, can't you? Even even in leadership in general, because you start mm. getting a bit insecure about thinking, I, is it me? Is it the situation? Yeah. You can start blaming other things. But there's some, there's some real principles here about hitting ceilings and what you can do to navigate through that, eh? Yeah, well, it's just what do you do when you hit a ceiling right. and what needs to shift and what needs to change? What, because, about even, what about even recognizing ceilings, though? Yeah, well, sometimes um, we can just think, oh, I'm frustrated, I'm frustrated, I'm frustrated. And we can blame our external environment yeah. without recognizing that we've hit our limit right. in ourselves and something needs to shift within us. Mm. And, uh, you know, when it comes to leadership, I think the first place we look is the mirror because ultimately uh, what Oosh. we're leading does take on. Uh, well, it, is, it does become a reflection of you to a, to, a, to a degree. And unless you're growing, unless you're moving forward, there's a high chance that what you're leading will sometime, if you're not growing, will uh, find a ceiling or hit a wall and um, you know, won't really move forward. And frustrations can build. And, I, and like mm-hmm. you've talked about, you can sort of camp at things. You know, things that you might have thought were okay back in the day, you're now realizing, man, I've, I've actually accepted a whole bunch of things that I never thought that I would yeah. be accepting now. So there's a real frustration, eh? Yeah, well, it's just like in church life, we get to a point where we accept not seeing anyone saved on right. a Sunday. We we accept not seeing um, healings, miracles. We accept, you know, not seeing the reproduction of new leaders or the reproducing of new leaders. We accept a whole lot of things that, you know, we just, you know, in our heart, when we started off, uh, you know, we, we saw those things, but now we've, we just tolerate them not happening. And I suppose there's a danger we can sort of change our theology. Oh, well, it happened in Jesus' time, and maybe these things don't happen today. You hear some stuff out there that's like, what? Yeah. Um, and we just camp out at a level, and, you know, that's where we need to say, hey, things need to change. There needs to come a shift. And so we've you, got to confront some things. Yeah. yeah. And, and shifting, you know, I think we've all moved house at some point in time, and moving Ooh. house is a mission. In fact, just the thought of it makes people throw up in their mouth. It's <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the work. Yeah. And so often it's like, oh, I don't want to move because of all the work it's going to take to move. And we just go, maybe it's just comfortable staying where we are. And I think that can happen in leadership and it can happen in life. It's just like, aha, shifting, just the thought of it, you know, is aha, is is just too much. But here's some good things about shifting is when you shift, 
um, number one is you, you realize how much junk you accumulate. <laughs> you never thought you were a hoarder until you shift. Though. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you go, why the heck am I holding on to this? Yeah. It's like people holding on to their university notes or high school notes, <laughs> thinking, oh, I might need to refer back to those at some point in time. But there's a high chance, a, a, a real high chance that you'll never go back to those ever right again. Right now, there's a whole bunch of people listening going, oh, don't go there. Yeah, it's just like that, that whole true. thing. And we hold on to it. Or thinking, oh, I just might need that at some point. But it's amazing what you throw away and, and you forget about and you never go back to. Yeah. And moving gives you the opportunity to get discard, get rid of a whole lot of rubbish. But also when you move, you find stuff that you forgot you had. Mm. It was with you all along, but you forgot you had it. It's right. like, oh, man, I need that right now. That's right. awesome. Yeah. I forgot we had that. Yeah. And, it, and it's awesome. But the other thing about moving is you often – going into a new space, which then allows you to go out and purchase some new stuff. True. And I think, you know, in the process of shifting, three things, you get to re- get rid of your crap. <laughs> uh, you find stuff that you forgot you had. You know, there's things right now that God's done in people's lives mm. that people have forgotten about. But in reflection, if you go back to that, you go, that's going to give you the strength and courage to actually make the move now. Yeah, right. And then also, hey, you're moving into a new space and, you know, any new space, you you create the room. God will fill that room. He'll furnish that room and uh, help you move forward. But, you know, when it comes to hitting walls, you know, to me, uh, the first place when you hit a wall (laughs) that needs to move, where there needs to be a shift, uh, I believe, is prayer. Prayer, yep. Yeah, prayer's a big thing. Nothing yep. changes yep. without... Not a new thing as well, is it? Not a new thought? Not a new thought. I mean, yeah, yeah. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're wanting a new thought? Um, You're not going to find it here. The latest, greatest idea <laughs> is That's not coming good. from off script with Sam Monk. Um, but it's taking us back to some of the foundational basic yeah. things, which is prayer. But where we need to shift is we probably need a shift in our prayer life because that can become stuck where, you know, we're petitioning God, but we're not engaging our hearts. Um, You know, a lot of people's prayer life is just a list of requests or a list of frustrations Mm -hmm. or what are you doing, God? And I think uh, prayer uh, prayer lives get stuck sometimes in first gear when it just becomes, you know, about our request. It's just like, you know, first gear. Real, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's face it, real driving is when you can drive a manual. <laughs> Preach that, yeah, man. Yeah. Come on. Otherwise, people just know how to drive a go kart. Yeah, that's right. But real driving is when you learn how to drive that. And our prayer lives are just, you know, we're praying, but it's out of duty. I find your prayer life goes to another level when you engage your imagination. Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah when you engage it and you start dreaming with God. You dream about what the future can look like. And, and, you know, through worship, that's where worship aligns um, our focus. It it brings everything into Mm. perspective. It gives us a greater revelation Mm. of who Jesus is. And so often when we hit walls, we go straight to programs. (laughs) But the first place we need to go to is prayer. Yeah, that's good. And so if we hit a wall, I'm always asking myself, okay, how do I need to go change gear in my prayer? In my prayer world, yeah, because if anything's going to be lasting, its foundation is is found in in prayer. Yeah, so prayer is a big part. But then, so we need to see a prayer shift. Which then I find that when you have a prayer shift, it leads to a paradigm shift. So paradigm. So talk about a paradigm shift. Like what you know, the words used a lot. 
especially in leadership contexts. But what is it? What is a paradigm shift? A, a paradigm shift is when we see from a different perspective. Right. Okay. Um, we don't see with our eyes; we see through our eyes, mm. and we often view them through our past. We view the future through, you know, um, previous experience, experience yep. you know, what we know. Yep. And so something needs to shift, you know, in our paradigm for us to really move forward because often we've been operating on a paradigm of thought, a paradigm, mm-hmm. a way of looking at things for a certain amount of time. And it's almost like we've, we've done that and we've peaked out. Yeah. <laughs> we've maximized that. Yeah. Now, for us to go to a new level, <laughs> we need a new paradigm of thought, right? A new paradigm, a new way of looking at things, and you know that builds upon past paradigms. But it's different. It's like Peter up on the roof <laughs> in prayer. Mm. You know, good Jewish boy saw these images yeah. that he thought were unclean, and God mm. had to say to him, "Don't call that which I've made clean. Don't call them unclean." Yeah. Yeah. And that led to the church branching out, expanding into the Gentile world. And in the context of that day, that was radical. That was I mean, radical. Radical. Yeah. You know, in the face of, of Jewish custom and law that's been there for centuries. And then, so the paradigm shift is, is it's, it's a major thing, isn't it? Like, it's like a, we, I mean, it's almost beyond, we talk about these aha moments, but it's the sense of, oh my God, this is such a new thing. Yeah. Well, and you can't force a paradigm yeah. shift. It's like, I'm going to have a paradigm it. shift. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to be yeah, more yeah. intense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and it's like, it's only God who can open our eyes. And I'll hold what uh, Jesus said where he said, I've come to give sight to the blind and to tell those who think they can see they're blind. And so often we think we can see. But if we think we can see, we're blind. And that's where in prayer we need to go, God, I need you to open my yeah, eyes. Because yeah. the reason why in a lot of places we hit walls and ceilings is because we're looking at things from the wrong perspective. Mm. We're lo- looking at it wrong. And it's like God wants to open our eyes to something new. And so it starts with a prayer shift, you know, yeah, yeah. a shift in prayer, engaging your imagination. God, anoint my mind. Yeah, You know, uh, it's coming to a place of confidence where we can access the mind of Christ. Yeah, um, But then that leads to a paradigm shift, mm. which then will bring about a priority shift. Right. Uh, Ooh, notice all, 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 the, all the all these things start with P. Really easy to remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, and and that, the whole thought on that is in the clarity of vision, your priorities become obvious. Yeah, good. Yeah. You, uh, if you don't have clear vision or yeah. a clarity when it comes to the way that you l- look at things, how do you know? <laughs> you well, because the, the opposites. Yeah, the opposites the same. Eh? like, okay, what are you going to do next? What, what are you going to prioritize? Well, the question should be, well, where are we going? Yeah, and then I'll know what I've got to prioritize. But if I don't know where I'm going, I don't know what I'm going to do first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and it's it's the classic statement of managers do things mm-hmm. right, but leaders do, do the, the right, right thing. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people are doing things right, but they're not prioritizing what needs to be prioritized for things to really move forward and for you to break through the ceiling <laughs> that that you're up against or the wall that you you. You're beating, you know, you're continually confronting. Yeah, because yeah. like we talked about in the previous couple of episodes, there's just so, there's so um, we're not lacking the amount of things that we could do. Yeah. You know, we could do a lot of things, but priorities are really important, aren't they? Because they, they often tell us, once we know where we're going, well, we've just got to kind of do the next thing. Yeah. And then the next thing. And, and the priorities kind of, they do, they shift into line. But I th- sometimes think that, 
most stressful part is thinking, oh, you know, when, when there's so many things around and you've, you, know, you come in like a Monday morning, you're like, man, we've got a big week coming up or a big month coming up. But priorities help you just to kind of, it brings a sense of calm, doesn't it? Like, yeah. I just got to breathe. I know where I'm going. Yeah. And I know where I've got to put and invest my time. And I think in leaders, you, you, in leadership, you've got to know, you know, time is your only, yeah. it's the one thing that keeps counting down once you're born, isn't it? You know, yeah. and it's one finite resource that we have. So the priority thing is really important. Yeah, priorities um, really reflect your values. Right. And when it comes to breaking through ceilings, either we value our comfort yeah, yeah. Or, Ooh, yeah. Or, or we value um, the mission and uh, you know the mission of uh, the mission and what God's called us to has got to go far and beyond our personal comfort levels. But well, it's not a comfortable gospel, I think, is it? You wouldn't no. say the gospel is like, oh, sweet man, this is yeah. Yeah, and so that uh, you know, you only can make a priority shift in the light of uh, revelation yeah. and clarity of vision, yeah. which comes about from having an aha moment right. and having an epiphany, yeah. uh, a paradigm shift. And so that's that's and that comes off the back of prayer because yeah. it's only God who can open our yeah, eyes. Yeah, of course, yeah. Because otherwise, I guess to finish off this point, otherwise, if we if we're not clear on where we're going, yeah, we end up we we can chase a lot of, uh, you know, we can we can chase. <laughs> what I'm trying to say, chase things in a lot of directions. We can go in one one or fifty different ways, yeah. and then get so far down that point realizing. We're chasing the wrong things. Like we need to come back to actually what's our purpose, what's our vision, what's our yeah. being really clear on those things. Otherwise, you just waste a lot of time. And and what people do, tend to do is they look at somebody else who's successful, and they oh, think, right. ah, oh, that's their priorities, and then they import their yeah. priorities. But you know, you got to uh, uh, answer the question: What has God called you to? Right. Because it's only in the light of that your pro- your priorities become okay, really clear, yeah. and you know that comes back to your values as yeah. well. Yeah. What's your values? Because even in your own personal life, this this yeah. plays out not just in church or in business or whatever, but in your own personal life, you've got to yeah. prioritize relationships, you've got to prioritize your time, you've yeah. got to prioritize where you spend your money and you invest and yeah. you do these things. And yeah, which then so we start with prayer, and that leads to a paradigm shift, which then leads to a priority shift, which then brings about a program shift. It's right. then... So now we get to program. <laughs> yeah, now we can get... We start <laughs> with... with uh, yeah, we start with program, but yeah. what we're doing is we're just um, tinkering or we're rearranging deck chairs on the yeah, Titanic. Yeah, right. uh, it's just like, oh, what's the latest church program? Because yeah. we need a breakthrough. And uh, what are they doing that's successful? Let's just import that and, yeah, yeah. and do that. But we haven't addressed the real issue. Of what is capping us and what is uh, what is sealing us, and, and you know, then once you've got a priority, programs, you know, programs just serve vision. Yeah. Yeah. Programs and structures they uh, serve vision. We don't serve programs, mm. and a lot of people, I think, are scared to actually let some programs die. Yeah. Um, some programs have served their purpose, their season. And the hardest thing in leadership is actually not starting something; it's actually stopping. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, you get you know what? It causes a lot of angst for people. Eh? A lot of people are like we've done this forever. How dare you take this thing away from us? But yeah. we've got to. But things have to produce fruit. We've got to. Yeah. Again, otherwise we we maybe hit ceilings because we're not prepared to possibly confront or to you know or, or to be comfortable. I mean, these things are not comfortable decisions to make, are they? No, they're not comfortable. And and stopping something is is like ah. Oh, you know, that's when you're going to get a backlash if yeah, you're going to get yeah. any. But the question is, are we, is it serving its purpose? Yeah. Is it really leading us forward? And many people end up serving programs rather than, you know, yeah. asking themselves, is this fulfilling 
fulfilling purpose and, and programs are just there to serve. But I love that you put that directly after priorities because that all of a sudden, even as you talk about it, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, we've prayed. Okay, God, we've got a clear vision. Yeah. We've, we've had this massive paradigm shift now. Yep. Okay, now we've aligned our priorities. So then it's about the, aha, let's do this program now because we've sorted those other things out. Yeah. Like that actually makes sense in your head now. Yeah, and you got the background revelation yeah. to why you're doing what you're exactly. doing. Exactly, yeah. So it's easy to say, what are you doing? You're like, oh, because of these things. Yeah. You've got our priorities. And they go, oh, that makes sense now that you would be doing that, yeah. running that event or doing this program or running that course or whatever. That's it, yeah. yeah. And and that's it. And and then what it leads to, so we start with prayer, <laughs> paradigm, and <laughs> we're going through all these again, yeah. and which then leads to uh, – a paradigm priority shift, yep. which leads to a program shift, yep. which brings about the last one, which is a performance shift. Oh, cool. And uh, the way I like to think of it is when you're working hard, you want to get results. Yeah, you let's, do. Let's no, face it, we all want to get you results. Do. But I love with God's grace is we get greater results than the effort that we're putting in. And the picture I get is like in an airport. You know, those places that we haven't been to for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah one of those, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like where there's a travelator yeah. and you jump on the travelator and somebody else who's not on the travelator is walking beside you. They're walking, putting in the same energy, but you're going faster. Yeah, that's a great thought. Uh, and, and further than them. Yeah. And uh, I just believe when you have the background of prayer, <laughs> you know, paradigm shift, yeah. you know, all these things, suddenly it's like, okay, we can, uh, we can break through the ceiling yeah. <laughs> we can you know really go to another level um is because we've got all the back end of this taking place and yeah. you know to me that's that's where i've found you know i go back whenever i'm hitting the ceiling first place prayer yeah prayer is in yeah. god because without him we can't do anything yeah. and john 15 talks about this sometimes we think oh yeah we can do some stuff but without him yeah, you know, it's what we are we do doing? No thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's some great thoughts. Thank you, Sam. Great thoughts. I'm looking forward to smashing through some ceilings Come in on. every area of life. By the way, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching this week, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Off Script with Sam Monk. If you found this podcast helpful, make sure you pass it on. We love your feedback, so drop us a line about what topics you'd like to hear about on Off Script with Sam Monk. <laughs> <laughs>